How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about. Basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Larry Richard once again hosting the Feed the Need variety show to raise funds for our Giant Eagle Feed the Need Radiothon. It's coming up Friday at the Oaks Theater in Oakmont at 7.30. Performances from Kiki, the fan zone Joe Starkey, Alista and Bubba, Mark Caballi. Tickets available, maybe not the last one. Tickets available now at 937thefan.com with all proceeds going to the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank. Mark, would you, uh, would you do a duet with Starkey? Uh, probably not. He would definitely take <laughs> over rather than that, so probably not. I thought I, I thought I was like a part of it there. And... What would what would your talent? I mean, do you play guitar or piano or sing? I mean, what would you do? You know, maybe the national anthem. That's maybe the only song I know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I'm. Uh, I don't think me and Starkey. I don't know, last time I was on with Starkey, he was uh, playing all this music coming in of the seventies, and he was shocked. And I'm like, I have no idea what these songs are, Joe. So I don't think we would. I don't think we would have the same taste in music. What do you make? And we've heard this in the past. Released today, the Players Association ranked the Steelers mostly in a facilities type thing. They gave the Steelers, as far as family friendly, an F minus, which I didn't know was a grade, and ownership, <laughs> and ownership, an F. Uh, yeah. What do you make of all this? And what should make we much make of it? I don't make much of it at all because I don't even know. I, I'm thinking the ownership and the family atmosphere has to do with one thing and one thing alone, and that was having a uh, you know a place for the younger kids to go during game days. I mean, what are we talking about here at Acroshore Stadium? We're talking about daycare for what does it affect? Six to eight players on the team, and those six to eight players on the team probably already have a you know, a suite of their own anyway. So that's kind of strange to me. And the ownership is definitely tied toward, you know, the facilities and willing to upgrade. I don't think there's a, I don't think you can criticize art for not willing to upgrade. I think it's just the whole point of being pretty much hamstrung landlocked into being able to upgrade anything worth anything. I mean, you've been in that locker room, that locker room's garbage compared to the rest of the NFL. I'm not going to deny that, but what are you going to do there? I mean, it's full to the brim. You can't move it anywhere. What are you going to do? You're you just going to put some paint on the walls and put a picture up or something? I mean, it's not like you're going to make it bigger and fancier. I mean, the issue is what the issue is. The issue is you can't have a major Division One college football program and a professional football team sharing the same location. And until that changes, 
you're going not going to have the best of facilities right there. So I would like to know how many Steelers voted too. To they be say seventy-seven percent of roughly of of all the teams that was the voting percentage of players. That's seventy-seven percent from each team. That's that's a that's a lot. That's surprising. But how many of these team? How many of these guys are been on the roster for more than two to three years and really well, know much about Art Rooney as well, too? And I, I, I think mean, you, I think you bring up a good point about the footprint. Like they don't, they don't, they can't go into the river. They can't go into the railroad tracks. They can't yeah. go into the fields because you've got the businesses on the other side of the fields, and you yeah. can't go the other way because you have the indoor facility and what precious little parking spots that you yeah. have. And you can't go vertically because I don't think it could support the weight being that close to the river from things that I've heard mm. about their facility. Um, and I and listen, Mark, when they opened that up, what was it, 20-some years ago? Yeah, there's they, nobody there. They, they didn't have all the analytics, you know, offices, and they didn't have all the, all the in-house media that they have now. Like, that didn't exist. Well, they did it. You know, they did add on to the back end of that. Uh, they did facility i mean not only the weight room but the back end of the indoor for some office space as well i mean but the thing is when they moved there 30 years ago there was hardly anything of anything was there i mean little did they know you go hindsight's 2020 but do you buy up that land now that was behind them with those other businesses behind them they would love to have that both Pitt and uh the Steelers would love to have that type of land but i mean it's too late now of course, one of them is a court, so that would be an interesting purchase. If you're able to, and imagine the some of the outcry if you moved a court for a football field, uh, that <laughs> that might be interesting. Now, listen, I, I think they could put they could do what Pitt has done. They could put yeah, some more paint, stick, right? Yeah, you know there are some things that they can do, and I, I think the daycare is is legit. It was brought up last year, and the Steelers mm-hmm. did nothing about it. Um, I think for families that they would like the option. They have little kids to not. You know, to be able to just watch the game and have an area because other teams do it. I think those are legit grievances. Yeah, I mean, possibly, but I don't know how much that really affects people and how much is that a a black eye on the ownership in itself. You got a guy who's has his office in the facility, a uh, billion dollar owner with his door open, who's not an absentee owner. I mean, you don't see that a lot in any sports whatsoever. I know a lot of people are now saying that Art's the worst owner in the city, but uh, does Bob Nutting have that same thing? And and please, please tell me who are the owners of the Pittsburgh Penguins? So there were, you talk about absentee owners. So I think it was a little unfair to say that Art is cheap and doesn't want to improve this team or anything to that matter. I mean, what are we talking about? I mean, not another thing they did there. Let's act like they not didn't do anything. I don't want to sit here and say that that place is perfect because it's not. It needs help. But they put a lot of money into that cafeteria and expanding it too over the past 10 years as well to help those guys out. And those guys have to – they get a B-. minus. That poor chef. Oh, Kevin does cafeteria. a great job. He ha- they have to do both. I mean, they're doing pit. 300 people they're doing Steelers 200 people daily from that side so I think that's kind of unfair as well I wonder how many fans heard this this survey and went yeah yeah and then when they heard Mike Tomlin got an A said oh this is a bunch of crap (laughs) yeah they'll conflicted right 
<laughs> which one is it now? And then it's like, of course, because he wants to be their friend, right? Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I understand when the NFLPA is doing this. I mean, just to put pressure on, right. on some of the owners. But you look at that list. You got some very high-ranking teams that are low on the list of a lot of things. You got a, a lot of. I mean, look at the Arizona Cardinals. They have a lot of money. They got big facilities, and they get like an effing facilities. I mean, I'd be more worried about that. I would be worried if the Steelers had a huge building to themselves and it was still garbage. I mean, honestly, I mean, I, like I said, you you could probably walk into the facility and, and and have a couple more Super Bowl trophies and a couple more pictures on the wall, but does that really matter? And you can't equate what these rankings turned out to into winning because – Clark Hunt was one of the owners that was uh, was ripped for not you know upgrading their locker room facilities. Another thing is, uh, Jeff. I mean, a lot of these guys come from high level colleges: Georgia, Alabama, LSU, where they have PlayStation Fives in their each of their locker rooms and individual TVs and big you know lounge chairs. You can't keep up with that in the NFL. They're coming from Georgia to here saying, "What is this?" <laughs> so you might have That's to take really into account, too. That's a really good point. Mark Cavalli from The Athletic is on the Fan Hotline, presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing and HVAC provider for over 50 years. Mark, you're in Indy to cover the combine. I've, it's the it's one of the few things that I've yet to do. What's you're it like to cover anything. a combine? <laughs> and how has it changed? Well, it's changed a whole heck of a lot just like anything else sports-related, I mean, media-related in the NFL. I mean, 10 years ago, I've probably been here 10 years now. I mean, back in 15, it would actually be in the Lucas Oil Stadium where they would have tables set up and players would just come sit there and you can talk to them. Now everybody gets a podium, everybody gets a TV, everybody gets a microphone. They parade them in, you know, every 10 minutes. Very impersonal, very hard to do any sort of uh, stories about anything of substance because of that. I mean, you normally just come here a lot, at least I did, you know, because the, the GM talks. And obviously that's been pushed back here until tomorrow now. So um, it's changed a whole heck of a lot in the way the media. I mean, a lot of there's a lot of ancillary media here. And when I say ancillary, there's a lot of, you know, people that are saying, hey, uh, to a certain player. When you guys played Alabama last year and on third down, <laughs> you went for it. What were, what were you thinking? Like, what are we doing here? Those guys are coached up very well what to say, too. So it's a lot different than what it used to be, just like how the Super Bowl was different in 1970 compared to 2024. And it's probably not going to change. It's probably going to get worse before we get better. Mark, so – so, something to do, right? <laughs> so, well, I mean, you're getting to the point now, though, where you got players that don't go at all, or they go and don't coaches do anything. Too. Head coaches, and that, too. and that, I was yeah. going to mention that too. You got a number of head coaches. Could this be? I mean, God forbid, because we know that everything the NFL touches becomes gold. Could this be one of the other things, like the Pro Bowl, that just is becoming obsolete because everybody's doing their own thing, and this is just not worth it? Anymore? I mean, it's, I don't think it's worth it to the scouts. They do their job. Um, you know, they do their job during the season. Where it's 
beneficial to them is the 60 meetings they have with the players. And number two is what's very beneficial to them is the medicals. You get, you get your doctor to look at all the guys you want and be able to um, evaluate players through that. Anything else you can get it on your, you know, you can get it off the internet, not off the internet, but they have services that provides all the workouts and all that type of stuff too. But as long as the medicals are still there and the in-person interviews are still there, I think it's viable, but the stuff on the, on the field is just TV show now. Mark Abali from The Athletic joining us here on 93.7 The Fan, 7.39 on a Wednesday night. Mark, uh, is there anything that you could say that you've learned before tomorrow when Omar Khan tells us exactly what he's going to do and how much he loves Justin Fields? (laughs) I mean, I've been trying to tell people, whoever wants to listen, that it's going to be the Kenny Mason show, and that is the plan right now. I mean, Justin Fields, I mean, Russell Wilson, I know, is not not part of the plan. Justin Fields, not part of the plan at all. Now, the question is, is they would love to have Mason back. The question is, if he decides to go somewhere else or finds a better place somewhere else, where do they go plan B there? But it's Kenny. It's Kenny one, and it's hopefully Mason two. But what, Omar can't say that tomorrow because you don't know what, you don't know what Mason's going to do, right? So I should, I'm sure he'll hedge his bet on – uh, at least that situation of where they're going to go forward here, but it's always been the same. This is going to be Kenny's job to lose or win for the next year, like it or not. Justin Fields available or not, and they're just giving you Justin Fields. It doesn't really matter. This is the decision they're going to make, and that's just the way they're going to go about it. Is, and is, um, is we that should have to look at it that way. Is it necessarily wrong? I mean, I made the argument earlier that I, I think the biggest thing, forget winning. Forget the Super Bowl. Forget any of that. The biggest thing that they need to do this coming year is what they should have done last year and figure out who their quarterback of the future is or if that quarterback is on their roster. I, I don't know. You can disagree with that, but uh, no. they, they need that. that's their number one goal. Before even winning a game is figuring out, do they have the quarterback they can go forward with? Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, I mean, that's why they they took a chance last year when they brought Canada back, and I thought that was the biggest issue with bringing him back of losing a potential year of Kenny development on the way, and it turned out to be that way. Not even development, just to see what he can do and if he has that ability to do that, you would be a year 
moving forward if you had that, but they need to find it out. And the best case scenario would be, you know, Kenny Pickett being that guy. I mean, you're married to him for at least two more years, right? You'll be able to make a, a, a educated decision on it, on him now. Now it's only down to one year, but you have to find a quarterback. I mean, I'm not the one breaking news here saying if you don't have a quarterback, you have a very, very difficult chance of winning in the NFL. And the Steelers really haven't had to worry about a quarterback for 18 of the last 20 years. So they were in, you know, they were pretty much set on that way right now. But yeah, they have to find a quarterback. And if Kenny is getting paid $5 million this year to find out, that's pretty doggone cheap for uh, making that decision. So, yeah, they have to find out about him. And you have to have a fallback plan for this year just in case they're good. And I think they found out that Mason could be a good fallback plan, even if it is for a year or so. So I wouldn't be against having Kenny as one, Mason as two. If Kenny falters, let's go to Mason. I would be all for that. Are you worried about you? Should you be or should fans or should the team be concerned of it being a split room that from the beginning of camp, if Mason Rudolph comes back, that there will be people that think Mason should start, forget us, but within that room? Uh, say what you really mean, Jeff. You mean the two wide receivers, right? Well, yeah, <laughs> but but I say that because I'm sure there are others that may not and have been public. <laughs> that yeah. yeah, my thing is with this, and I've said it before, is sure they love Mason because Mason made him look good last year. Mason threw him ball. They had big gains, big yards. Deontay had five touchdowns. George Pickens had 158 yards receiving per game. If Kenny Pickett's able to produce that, guess what? They love Kenny Pickett. <laughs> the worst-case scenario is if both of them stink, <laughs> then, you're in, then you're in a lot of trouble. If Kenny comes out and struggles right away – and they stick with him, then you have an issue. So it would have to be a short leash to be able to yank it in the other direction to make those guys happy. But uh, as long as Kenny produces, I'd welcome him and love him. Well, I, I think you want an extreme. You either want Kenny to be really good or you want him <laughs> to be so bad that you know that you have to get another – you have to find somebody else. The yeah. worst would be like a middling or, well, you know, if it wasn't for an injury here or one bad – then you go into yet another year where you're not quite sure. I mean, they've got to yeah. make that decision on them. Yeah, and I don't even know if a battle would even be it because all through camp you'd be like, well, I want this guy, I want this guy. I mean, maybe make it known without being known that Kenny's getting every opportunity in the world to be the, the number one guy and just trust me, I can we can pull the trigger here in a heartbeat and go with Mason if we need to. So, I mean, Kenny struggled last year. He struggled at stuff like, you know, getting out of the pocket too quick, his accuracy. They brought in a pretty doggone good quarterback coach that might be able to fix that. So that's one saving grace here. And they got a a, a coordinator that would take some pressure off of him with some of the running game. So you just have to take into account that maybe the new eyes with the new quarterback coach, new coordinator – will just help Kenny get over that hump of some of the things that he really struggled with last year. All right. There, here's some inside, uh, a little peek inside the curtain. I know we are are going to miss the fact that on Mondays when basically no one else would talk, <laughs> Mason Cole would show up in the room and normally be fairly honest 
uh, or at least as honest as he could be with some of the answers he would give us. Were you surprised that they didn't at least, you know, finish out his the last year of his contract? Uh, yeah, yes and no. I mean, obviously they didn't. They didn't think he was going to be a part of the future here. That's number one. Number two is obviously they have a plan in place, free agency slash draft plan. And number three, they respected him enough to get him out in the free agency market a month earlier to, to allow him to go and try to find a job here. And that's why they did with – that's why they got rid of Harvard when they did. That's why they got rid of Chooks when they did. It was sort of, hey, guys, you're not going to be a part of this team. Let's give you every opportunity to go out there and get it. If it was me, you're putting yourself in a tough situation right now because what if the free agents aren't there? What if your centers in the draft aren't there? Then what do you do? Then you put your then you're wishing that Mason Cole was around. So it's a little bit of a catch twenty two there. Okay, you can upgrade, but what if you can't upgrade? Then you're in I don't think Herbig's a guy, he's a guy that's had sixty career center snaps. And you're not moving James Daniel, who played very well at right guard, and is probably going to get a contract extension here before the season, and then move him to center. That would seem crazy to me to move him from a position where he was good at to a position that he hasn't played at in six years. So they're taking a little bit of a chance, but obviously they have a plan in place, and we just don't know what that plan is right at this moment. Well, doing those guys a solid doesn't sound like something an F owner would do. <laughs> yeah, uh, but he gave them some bigger lockers. But I, yeah. <laughs> you know how they can get some room, Jeff? Uh, get that logo off the floor so they can get some more walking room in there. there how about go. that one? I think, I think you're one? on to something there. Uh, who's the next one released? Who's the next veteran released? Ooh, see, Alan Robinson is an obvious one. But why wouldn't they give him an opportunity to go catch on somewhere else right now? Which makes me think that they might be trying to but not a ten million. They they would no have no no. They're trying to. I'm thinking they might try to get him to come back at a lesser price. That's why. Because I'm not. I mean, I mean, if you're going to get rid of Chooks at ten million, you're getting rid of Allen Robinson at ten million, right? So I think they might be. Uh, holding out, but hopefully he can come back at a much, much lower rate. Other than that, I don't know if there's any guys that are just jumping out saying cut. I know p- people are jumping on that Patrick Peterson bandway. I just find that hard to believe. I mean, he first of all, Tomlin loves him. Second of all, he's a veteran that they need, just a veteran leadership. And then second, he could probably play five different positions, and they might even have safety in mind with him this year as well. And with this cap going up, what, 17 more million than they were expected? I don't see why it would hurt to keep him on uh, for for longer. So I would look at more restructures and maybe a Cam Hayward extension, you know, as, as the next moves here within the next two weeks. Although a few more podcasts, maybe uh, Peterson won't be welcome back. Yeah, he is kind of uh, verbalizing a little bit, huh? Oh, right. Um, yeah. we, we've seen over the last couple of years, Steelers have spent money in free agency. Uh, they did it on the offensive line. They did it resigning a couple of their own, including Ogan Joby. Um, we saw them basically purchase middle linebacker. You know, they purchased that position in the offseason last year. Do you expect them to be 
fairly aggressive as free agency starts here in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think they're going to identify a position. It's tough. They could use cornerback, but that's cornerbacks. If you're getting a good one, first of all, uh, um, they're probably going to get tagged. Guy from KC and guy from Chicago, so that'd be difficult to be able to get. So you have to look at other positions there, defensive line, um, inside linebacker. I mean, I'm just throwing this against the wall, but wouldn't Patrick Queen look good in the old Steelers uniform at inside oh, linebacker right about now? Now you don't. I, mean, I mean, I have no inside knowledge at all other than that he's not coming back to Baltimore, you know. And he would fit nicely at probably, what, 17, 18 a year, which is very, what, $5 million more than Larry Ogunjobi, right? So it's not like it's out of the question. But, I mean, Omar showed us last year he's going to – they're not afraid to go out and find somebody. What? So they're going to find somebody. They're probably going to find a, a you know a slot receiver, a veteran guy. They're probably going to find it. They got to find an inside linebacker because I don't think Holkins will be ready. So yeah, I think they'll be able to very similar to what they did last year. You know, the Peterson, the Sayamalu, and who else am I missing early on? Herbig. Herbig didn't get paid that much. So guys like that, yeah. Um, last one, Mark, and I appreciate your time, Mark Aboli from The Athletic, from The Combine. Um, should we have high expectations from what we will hear from Omar as far as like things that people can grasp onto that are uh, revelation or shocking or tell us the true direction of where this team is going to go? Even if he doesn't, we'll grab something to run with him, won't we? <laughs> I don't know. It depends if Pony's uh, – uh over his illness from today so dude he was in bad shape like i'm out in the newsroom and he walks out he's like dude i just i just threw up like can you go in with chris and and, and here's the thing mark you can appreciate this mark you know where pony sits right in our studio starkey yes same seat and none of us have touched it like he's still logged in there no one has touched the chair he might call microphone It's, it's going to be the Jeff show tomorrow, huh? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Start the game coming in. It's going to be the Zeiss show like, tomorrow. Oh, yeah, the Zeiss show. I mean, yeah. yeah. That would be good. I forget what your original question was. Yeah, but no, it'll, be something. it'll be something. I mean, we're dying for information, right, in Pittsburgh about anything. So we'll parse every single word he can potentially say and come up with something and read into it. So um, obviously the quarterback's the number one issue right now or the thought going into this and we can move on from there. Uh, let's hope that he, he could put it to bed tomorrow saying Kenny's our guy and we're not interested in anybody else on the outside to come in and take his job. That would, that would be something. Lisa would quiet things for a day that until you tell everybody say, well, Omar's crazy and why not? Cause <laughs> Kenny stinks. But this is football town, man. We're going to grab something and run with it. Mark Aboli, check him out in The Athletic. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate you joining us from Indy. All right, see you, All right. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.